Welcome to KC Corner, episode 44, and we took a week off last week. Yeah, welcome back to KC Corner. <laughs> yes, after 43 weeks in a row. Yeah, uh, exactly. We, we, you know, we took an off day. Took a little Thanksgiving week, which is <laughs> awesome. I hope you had a great one. It was it was great. How about yours? It was very good. I heard you guys had a uh, went to a place with a broken stove and had yes, a, yeah, but broken oven. So all okay. all the casseroles uh, were cooked on the on the grill. Yeah, that's even better, man. <laughs> yeah, it was nice and fresh. It was it was really good. That's awesome. Wow. Hey, listen, no matter if it's in an oven or on the grill, it's a <laughs> lot of reason to be thankful and good food. So that's awesome. And you got to see your two new grandchildren I and also Polly. And oh my goodness, it was so much fun up in the Durham area. The whole family was able to be there, um, which was fantastic. And oh my goodness, are we so blessed with these new grandbabies, these twins. It's incredible to hold them and realize Wow, you know, just a few weeks ago, they were in their mother's womb, and here they are, these two healthy babies. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, oh, yeah. Big big twins, too. They're not even just no. little tiny ones. They're, they're already full grown. <laughs> it's incredible. I don't know about full grown. I hope not, but uh, yeah, they really are. It's, uh, I think seven pounds, three ounces was the boy Ford, and uh, Susanna Catherine was like, Six six or something like that. So they're they, they're big. Great names. Yeah, shout, shout out Tom and Jesse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, how about today? It's nothing says welcome to the Advent season better than when you wake up and it's in the thirties. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I see some ice on your roof back there. Yeah, which is frost. When my daughter Allie, she just sent me a picture. She went to school to teach this morning, and she had uh, uh, some ice on her window as well. So <laughs> had to scrape it off with a credit card or something. <laughs> exactly. So probably my. At least be back to eighty next week. Oh, no, it's going to be in the <laughs> 60s, I hope. But anyway, it's great to have the Advent season here, and I love it. And speaking of cold weather, Brooks, I did something this week for the first time in 42 or 3 years. Mm, I'm going to let you say it. All right. yeah, I know you know what it is, but I, I played hockey, ice hockey. <laughs> so it wasn't officially I played, but they had a time over at the ice den at the RDV where you can... Uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they call it a skate and shoot. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have to bring a, a stick and you have to bring a helmet and uh, um, uh, gloves. And so, but it was amazing to be back on the ice after 42, 43 years or whatever. I was a pretty young teenager um, when the last time I played. So how, how was your skating? It wasn't terrible. I mean, again, <laughs> it was, uh, but it's different. You know, skating is one thing, but it's funny because... You know, you used to try to stick handle, but I remember the hardest thing is is a slap shot because you mm-hmm. know slap shot you put your whole body into it. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts. Like a wrist shot is, it was a lot easier for me to do. And I remember the one time I fell is I, I tried to take a slap shot oh, and, and, I, and I landed and I forgot about. The fact that, you know, that night at dinner um, uh, rested on my elbow, which I guess you should never have your elbows on the table. table. And so um, I'm like, oh, man, that hurts. What happened to my elbow? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I fell on the ice. So uh, but it was fun. It was great. And I I don't think I've worked out some of those muscles for 42 or three years. Yeah, it'll take a couple weeks to get back to normal. Yeah, they were angry. I don't know if I'll ever get back to normal. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) So going into this first week of Advent season, Um, the arrival. The, the arrival. Uh, <laughs> hey, loved it. You know, we're going to be in the prophet Isaiah and kind of taking a peek of what he told us was coming, that we could look back and see what has arrived. How cool is that? And the beauty of God's word that 700 years before Mary gave birth to Jesus in that manger in Bethlehem, the prophet Isaiah was writing about it, you know, and so 
Uh, you know, what I meant to say last week is uh, the, the, the point of the story that we cannot miss that was, you know, Isaiah told us so long ago is that the virgin will be with child and she will give birth to a child that they will call Emmanuel, God with us. And so right away, there's something amazingly different about this child, a child who will be born not just of a young maiden, but a, a, a virgin who, um, you know, when we get to the gospel of Matthew, it says, now, hey, by the way, this is connecting the dots. But the bottom line is this, Brooks, it's it's if Jesus was born naturally like you and I were or like anybody else was, uh, he would have the same condition, and that is a sinful condition. We'll talk about that when we get to our book, Transforming Grace, and chapter two. I mean, we all have that same condition. So for the story to work, for the gospel story to work, for the story of the Bible to work, there has to be that seed of the woman that was promised in Genesis 3, 15. There has to be somehow that sinless seed of the woman. How does it work? And then we get to uh, uh, Matthew's gospel. We said, well, you know, he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that uh, Joseph wasn't a part of the story then. And uh, therefore, Jesus could be called what's this is what's called the second Adam. Yeah, well, that terminology comes out of 1 Corinthians 15. And it's also uh, for, talked about in Romans chapter 5, um, where he is the only one like Adam who was innocent and sinless. And how important that is for the gospel story, because, you know, if he's going to be a substitute for sin, um, he has to be a spotless lamb. And if he is going to be, he also has to be the fulfillment of the law. He has to be perfect. So what I meant to say last week was um, this is such an important part of the story that unfolds and, and the results of what the reality is because of what who he is, because of what he's done. We're not only redeemed, forgiven, we're adopted and set free. It's great stuff. Mm -hmm. That whole story of his birth, you know, it's because it's so special because he came to redeem us, um, save us from sin, and he lived that sinful or sinless life uh, in our place. A a amen to that. And you know, there's the side of it where he came to seek and to save the lost. What a, what a mission! Mm -hmm. And he didn't lose any. You know, uh, he didn't come as just a moral example or a moral compass. He came as a savior. And it would cost him his life. And, uh, you know, he would have to do t two things. I mean, he'd have to do many things, but fulfill the requirements of the law and absorb the curse of breaking the law, although he's the innocent one, and he does them both. And, man, his life, his death, his resurrection, Yahoo, that's the, that's what it costs. The good news. That is such good news, <laughs> such good news. So what do we have for part two of Advent season? Well, we're just, through December. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're just going to turn the page. Uh, we were in Isaiah 7. We're going to go to Isaiah 9. In Isaiah 9, a really famous passage as well, especially around the Advent se uh, uh, season, where uh, a guy named Handel would uh, write the, the Messiah, you know, uh, <laughs> over in England. And um he would sing about this wonderful counselor, this mighty God, mm -hmm. uh, this Prince of Peace, this everlasting Father. Um, and so we're going to look at the titles that Isaiah, inspired by the Holy Spirit, give to the one who will come. Uh, interesting little side note, when Handel wrote the Messiah, they thought that, uh, I think in even the King James Version, when it gives these descriptions of the Messiah to come, it's they had separated wonderful and counselor and mm -hmm. so you know the song 
wonderful <laughs> counselor. I won't sing the whole thing, but you know, I think a, a better study realizes those were together, like mighty God, Al Gabor uh, are together. So is the wonderful counselor, this Prince of Peace, this everlasting father, um, you know, uh, this great warrior God and the, and the government will be on his shoulders. So we're going to talk about that of what government mm-hmm. and what does it mean that he's a wonderful counselor? Such good news. What does it mean that he, this little baby, is mighty God? Didn't look like mighty God. No, not just looked like a baby. <laughs> exactly. <Like Ford. laughs> the, the, the word of God becomes wordless. I mean, it just it's mind blowing of how good the story is. And so we're going to unpack um, those uh, uh, terms and that, that description, those names of who Jesus is this week. I like how you kept the our rock through the ages theme too. You know, we're not jumping around. It's all part of your two year plan with that series. I appreciate you picking that up. <laughs> and you know what? I, I had originally our rock through the ages, then I had like something like Isaiah's prophecy. And yeah, you know, I was trying to think of how do I what do I say with Advent? And we just came out, hey, the arrival. Mm-hmm. And so nice uh, name for it. No, thank you. Thank you. I think that there's like probably no one who notices those things other than me and you, Brooke. So thanks for noticing. I love it. I got that. you. I, got I love you. it, man. You are the man yeah. Brooksy boy. So, finally, revisiting our uh, book, Transforming Grace. That's a big Yeah, Transforming Grace. It's been a great book. And I think I might have given a shout-out to Casey uh, Cornerland that I'm also doing a Jerry Bridges devotional, a holiness day by day. And uh, I love the fact that he he when he understood God's amazing grace, it was such a transformation in his life. Um, and, gosh, it's been such mine as well. So... All right, we talked about, we were in chapter two. So chapter two deals with um, kind of the realities. He, he even says, hey, I wrote this book that we have to be living by grace. Um, and in, But we have to realize also we have to start by grace. And a lot of people understand it's by grace that you're saved through faith. But I love the way he unpacks that. As a matter of fact, he talks a little bit about, in chapter two, that Grand Canyon story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I knew I was a little bit ahead, but I didn't know what do, chapter it was. Do you on. remember the story? Tell me the story, Brooks. The it, So if you're on the... Now you're putting me on the spot. I'm so sorry. You're on the edge of the Grand Canyon. No one can obviously leap across the Grand Canyon because it's several miles across. So measuring like how good you are, like you can jump six feet out and then fall to the bottom compared to someone that can jump four feet. There's really no difference. It's both negligible uh, it, it, in those. Exactly. And so I think that there's this misnomer that God is a God who helps those who help themselves mm-hmm. or or that the gospel is the good news, which um, it is good news, but this is not the good news, that, that Jesus will bridge the gap of where mm-hmm. you fell short. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he will be the one who will... Although you jump ten feet because um, you're young and athletic, and I, I jump. <laughs> I don't know. You skate. You six, play hockey. <laughs> that's, play hockey. that's a good point. Uh, I jump six inches, uh, and uh, uh, we both fall short. And Scripture is very clear about that. That all of us have fallen short of God's perfection. And I, I love what he's saying is that you know um, all of us need the, that same amount of grace. Uh, you know, no, there's no one who's good. And I love the reality that he points out that. You know, we live in a world that oftentimes think that people are good people. And um, in God's holy eyes, there's no one who's good. There's no one who's righteous. There's no one that we all. So, you know, it's all about God's grace that none of us uh, deserve it. And we all need the same amount of it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think that was another great point is that, you know, whether you are somebody who grew up in a, in a difficult area and, and had a life full of crime and spent some time in jail and 
did some horrible things or you are somebody who grows up and goes to a Christian school and, you know, pretty much obeys the law, um, you know, who needs more grace? And mm-hmm. it's not like, no, no, they, we both, we, we don't have anything. We don't have a currency. He talked about that. We don't have a currency that, that can buy favor with God and mm-hmm. uh, that we all are in that same condition. So I think, you know, Casey Cornerland, <clears throat> you just don't forget that, you know, we, we all have that same condition. We've all fallen short and, um, and, and God's grace is offered to us all. And I love, I love what he says. He says, you know, not only can we not merit God's grace, but he also, I think he quotes somebody else here. We can't forfeit uh, God's grace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he's going to say, all right, Brooks, I've given you a hundred chances. You've, <laughs> you've blown it. You know, now I'm going to remove my amazing grace. I think we go back to chapter one. He says, all of God's blessings were purchased for us mm-hmm. in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. And so, you know, it's just understanding that reality. And I think chapter two is really the starting point of, hey, we're all in the same condition, messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, we all uh, have the same need, complete, total, amazing grace, which you'll get to in three. Um, um, and it's God who lavishes that love and grace upon us. Yeah, we've all fallen short and not even come close to doing it all on our own. You know, and I've been doing this a lot longer than you just because I'm a lot older. And it, just the reality that even with Jesus uh, as my Savior and the Holy Spirit in my life, um, man, I'm still falling short mm-hmm. and still needing that amazing grace. Yeah, and he kind of slipped, I think it was the first page or second page, that sentence where it says, like, we do some part of it and then God makes up the difference and he kind of uses it as a test. Like, I hope you read that and like something went off in your head like, hey, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I like that little keep you on your toes. That, that's good. <laughs> he's, he's really good that way. And so, and I think there's a, that's a mindset for a lot of people that, that salvation um, is this joint effort where we do our good part and Jesus carries us you over the finish You hold up your end line. of the bargain. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, even this morning, I looked at Psalm 3 that says, reminds us that salvation belongs to the Lord. It's his idea. It's his execution. It's his application. It's all his. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all his grace, all through the work of his son, all applied by the spirit. That's the good news of the gospel. And uh, it's not a joint effort. It's, uh, It's all God's grace. Well, it's been a great book, and we got a bunch of chapters still we to go. We do, we do. <laughs> I think we were supposed to start off with like chapters one through three, and, and I we pushed gr- that off for two weeks. Exactly. And then we did chapter one. We had we had we had guests that needed to be on. We did, you know. <laughs> and I just am realizing I'm like chewing on this like a little bit more slowly, although it's my second or third time around. But it's good stuff. It is. It is. So, any other updates for the Advent season? Well, you know, this week um, we will have our memorial poinsettias delivered, which has been uh, really a, a great thing to see people uh, respond to that. And uh, we have communion this this Sunday, which I'm excited for. It's December sixth, and then the following Sunday, the thirteenth, we'll we'll do our KC family luncheon and mm-hmm. kind of have that celebration. Uh, we're still trying to nail down our Christmas Eve time and. What I'm thinking about right now is how many people can we get into our sanctuary comfortably in COVID Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of making sure we have that number and maybe getting word out to the folks saying, you know, how many are planning on coming to see if we might need two services. And and so uh, be looking for word on that as well. Um, It's we're going to have this Friday. We're having uh, our 30 something uh, Advent uh, kind of 
gathering in our last. I know you guys, the twenty mm-hmm. somethings, already finished this. Oh the, yeah, uh, we may series. do another one. We we had a early, we had like a Thanksgiving party. Now we got to do a Christmas. You got to do a Christmas party, <laughs> which would be great. So, and then um, and then lastly, um, this Sunday is all the King's Men. So this Sunday night, we're, I'm going to make uh, chili dogs. And there so, we go. Like chili men. Dogs. I mean, men. I mean, come on, chili dogs. And so it's going to be perfect. Are be- you beans and chili or no beans? Uh, there'll probably be some beans. Oh, there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's men. So uh, it, it'll be uh, it'll be fantastic. So um, that's this Sunday at six o'clock at our house. So all that to say, Advent's here. A lot mm-hmm. of exciting things um, to celebrate. I was really proud of our congregation for the gifts that we were able to do for uh, the Seminole County uh, Friends of Abused Children. I was really proud that we got all those in and uh yeah i know we have some stockings i think that are due this weekend as well so mm-hmm. um yeah how many, how many stockings are left do you know i don't know i mean i know we committed to 100 and so that was a lot so i i know that all of the presents were covered i think we had one that was still mia and gotcha. i'm just prayerful that that's nice. coming in so it's not bad so we did good. good we did good we did we did, we did. <laughs> yes but it's all by god's grace <laughs> Awesome. And that's all I have. Well, welcome back, Brooksy. Good to be that's back a long in the week saddle. Off. It was. <laughs> When's our next one? Let's not even talk about that. Hey, next thank Wednesday. you, everybody. <laughs> so. See you guys soon. <laughs>